Welcome to the Mom Enomics Podcast. I am your host, Booth Parker, mom, wife, and certified public accountant. It is the time of year when those 1099s start showing up in your email or even in your physical mail. And one of the 1099s you may be receiving is the 1099-DIV, D-I-V. And you may be wondering why you got it, what it is, and does it mean you owe taxes on this money reported on this 1099? So let's start with what is a dividend? So a dividend is a percentage of earnings that a company pays out to its shareholders. They are generally paid in cash. They can also be in the form of stock or other property. But since they are generally cash, that is the type we are going to focus on today. So for example, company XYZ has a million dollars of net income for the year. The board of directors decides to declare a dividend in the amount of $500,000. There are 500 shareholders of XYZ, so each shareholder is getting $1,000. That $1,000 would be reported on 1099-DIV. So are those dividends taxed? Unfortunately, yes. But the rate is going to differ depending on if the dividends are ordinary or qualified. So if you look back, remember box number one on this form, there's a 1A and a 1B. That is the most commonly used box on this form and the one we're focused on here today, since those are the most common type of dividends you're gonna have reported to you. So how are they taxed? Depends on the ordinary versus qualified classification. So ordinary dividends, they're also called non-qualified. You may hear those two terms interchangeably used. So these are taxed at your ordinary income tax rate. So whatever tax rate you pay for your W-2 income or maybe you're a small business owner, that is the rate that ordinary dividends would be taxed at. So most dividends that fall into this category are going to be from bond-like instruments, um, money market funds, and dividends from employee stock option plans. Those are the most common for ordinary dividends. Qualified dividends are the type of dividends you're probably the most familiar with. And the good news is, is that these are taxed at 15% for most taxpayers. If you're an extremely low earner, they can be 0%. If you're an extremely high earner, it can be a much higher rate. So, but for the general public, basically, the tax rate on these qualified dividends is gonna be that 15% amount. So what makes it a qualified dividend? So here are the requirements. The payout must be made by a U.S. company, a foreign company that trades in the U.S., or a foreign company with a U.S. tax treaty. So that part is pretty straightforward. You can think of your Amazons and your Apples and and companies like that that you may own stock in and receive a dividend from. The second part is you must hold the shares for more than 60 days during the 121-day period that starts 60 days before the ex-dividend date. So if the dividend date is November 30th, that 
Um, 60 days prior would be October 2nd kind of thing. So the general rule of thumb is that if you own the stock for at least a few months, then you should be good to go. The other question people ask is what if my dividends are reinvested? So you may have a broker or some, someone like that um, assisting you with your investments and you've given them the instructions that if any of your div, uh, stock investments pay a dividend to reinvest the money. So those reinvested dividends, even though you don't actually receive the cash because it's going right back in to be reinvested, you do still owe tax on those dividends. So our example just a minute ago, if you were a shareholder of XYZ and received a dividend, and I put dividend, I mean received in quotation marks because you didn't actually get the cash, but you did receive a dividend of $1,000, you would owe tax on that $1,000 even if you never actually personally received the cash and put it in your checking account and all that kind of stuff because it was immediately reinvested to purchase more shares XYZ. Even if you do that, you are going to owe tax on that $1,000. So if you have made the choice to reinvest dividends received, you want to make sure you have a plan to pay the tax due on them. You are generally able to know if a stock is one that typically pays an annual dividend or not. It's pretty easy to um, search dividend, uh, dividend paying stocks and stocks that don't usually pay dividends. So if you're after the dividends for money uh, to live off of, then you wouldn't reinvest them. You would still owe tax on the dividends. If you're looking for ones that pay dividends to have money being reinvested, just make sure you have a plan to pay the tax due on those reinvested dividends. I hope this helped clarify facts you may owe on that 1099 div that shows up in your mailbox. That's a wrap on this episode of Mom Enomics. Be sure to follow me, Booth Parker, on Instagram and be sure to hit the follow button on your favorite podcast app. And for more freebies and resources, visit my website at www.boothparker.com. Thanks for listening. And as always, information contained on this podcast is intended for educational purposes and is not considered financial advice.